Welcome everybody to another episode of Strife Sanctum. My name is Citizen Strife and this week we're continuing our foray into Phoenix Wright because we've just finished Ace Attorney Trilogy on my on my main channel. So I'm intimately familiar with Phoenix Wright at this point. And uh, if you haven't seen the first review, if you haven't seen the games yet, definitely do so. Um I'm not going to spoil it. Um, I'm not going to spoil too much if you haven't played the first game, but there are hints there. This is going to be a lot of reviewing things from the first game and then just adding on to it. Same for when I get to the third one next time. Um, but really, this is just a continuation of what was done in the first game. And we, we remember in the last game... Phoenix Wright took care of Manfred von Karma, saved Miles Edgeworth. They added a case that's non-canon, at least going forward into the into the fourth, fifth, and sixth games, characters from that game show up, but it's non-canon as far as the trilogy goes because that was released later. But essentially, those first four cases bleed into these cases. So we have Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, doing his thing, We've got Maya Faye off on her own journey, and the thing that I really like about the second game is they focus more on Maya and her family, the whole spirit medium situation, which ends up really coming into focus in the second and third games. When we see that here and there, when she's calling Mia in the first game, but it really comes into focus this time. We learn about what she's doing, we learn about why she's such an important figure she gets captured she gets kidnapped all this other junk you know because that's what happens to maya all the time she always gets in trouble she, we always have to save her in cases you know that shit but um but yes how does phoenix Wright handle this game versus the others well the first case isn't so bad because it's just an intro case the lost turnabout case 2-1 is just an introduction we've we were supposed to save a woman named Maggie Bird, a police officer, security lady, yeah, police officer lady. She and her boyfriend were um, walking on a park, and apparently he fell and, well, died. So Phoenix has to piece together this situation. The problem is he gets clonked on the head and has to figure out what's going on there. So it's a short little intro case. Nothing really new happens. But Maggie's a nice girl. She shows up here and there in the first couple of games, and she's got this, like, bubbly personality, but she's also, like, very, like, woe is me, I'm unlucky, I, I trip over things, like the permanent black cat syndrome, and it's just bleh. But we find it, and we go with it. As we get into the case 2-2, that's where things start to hit uh, the importance, and... Case 2-2, I think, is my favorite. I like Case 2-4, but I'm a big I'm a big sucker for the spirit medium stuff. I really am. And Case 2-2 reunites Phoenix with Maya. Maya's off in Karain Village, where she comes from. We learn that Karain Village is focused on the females. Females have blood that allows them to, like, power in the blood that channels spirits of the dead. The idea being that you want to call them 
back for a time and learn information. We learn that a case in uh, the original game caused Maya's mother to leave the family. So we learn that there's a main family, the Fae's, a branch family of the Fae's, and their cousins and whatever. There's kind of this warring thing going on. Maya gets tasked with trying to help a doctor clear his name from a from a case. So she is channeling somebody. It ends up going totally, totally, totally fucking wrong. And Phoenix has to stop has to save it. Because of course she of course he fucking does. Phoenix always has to save Maya's life. Um we're also introduced to one of the best things about Phoenix Wright, and that's Pearl Fay. I like Maya. I really like Mia, but Pearl, um, you know, Pearl has that like Nanako Dojima from Persona 4 feel, you know, that innocence and like naivete that's just like really amazing for a game like this when it's trying to be a comedy. But at the same time, you really understand that she doesn't understand everything about the world. And you're just like, I just want to save her and protect her and all that stuff. So she wants to help Maya. She wants to help Phoenix. And mostly because she wants them to be together all the time. You know, far be it for that to ever potentially happen. But, you know, um, she's pushing for it. It's almost like audience insert kind of thing like she's just nudging them together all the time because she doesn't know any better and you know phoenix and maya have that like will they won't they sort of thing going and you know pearl's also like what is this technology what is this because she's sheltered as sheltered as shit the problem is that she gets um she gets um coerced very easily and it's up to phoenix and sometimes Maya, to make sure that she doesn't get in trouble. The benefit that Pearl has is that she makes Maya look stupid when it comes to uh, calling spirits. As we've seen with Mia, she comes back from the dead a lot. And it is fantastic. Mia Faye is amazing, and every time she shows up, she is there to act as the uh, guardian angel of, of every court case, every situation, every little bit. And always there to give Phoenix or Maya or even Pearl in some instances just an answer. She's able to, like, figure out things. So she's always, like, the break emergency glass option. So Mia's hanging around there always. And Phoenix and Pearl, Mia, end up saving Maya in this, in, in case two. <laughs> And also in case two, we're introduced to Franziska von Karma. And I said this before in the in the original review. Miles Edgeworth is, a, is in a plane all of them amongst himself. There's no way anybody's going to be better than him. I like, I softened my stance on Godot because he's kind of a severely important part of how a case or you know, the end of case three, five wraps up and everything in, in the third game. But as a prosecutor, I'm not like overwhelmed by him. Same thing with Francisca. It, it's, it's a nature of, of how the game works because Phoenix has to win. He just does. It's, it's a visual novel. He has to win. So 
it never seems like they win. And Franziska gets kind of dumped in the, well, she's not as good. I like her because she's got a rivalry with Phoenix that stems from the rivalry with Miles Edgeworth. And she's got that whip and it's awesome. And the pro- the problem is that she overuses phrases like foolish fool of the foolish fools and all that, you know, that stuff. And she does have moments of levity, but it's fairly rare. So she ends up getting overshadowed by Miles and Godot and even Simon Blackwell in the, in the fifth game. Um, but I still think Francisca has a place and it's always because Miles Edgeworth always has a place and Miles is always kind of around in the ether space. You know, you don't know when or where he's going to show up, but he's always kind of there in this game because he was saved in the first game. Um, but disc two, why do I say disc? I'm, I, I've got Final Fantasy on the brain. Case two shows up and finishes. So this is the intro to Francisca. Um, case two, three. Oh so goody um what about case two three i don't hate it so much as i wish that the first half was better um same thing with case three four or three three because three three is also kind of doofy it's really stupid uh this is the turnabout big top there is a there's a uh, problem in the circus with the main attraction, Maximilian Galactica. And he has to be, you know, acquitted. Phoenix investigates and all this stuff. He learns that there's this, like, weird-ass love triangle between the daughter of the ringmaster and Max. That's fine, even though he's a lot older. Um, you know, by three or four years, but age gap is whatever. 16 is the age of consent in Japan, so eh, I think she's 16, 17, whatever, but she's a little underage. But really, the biggest issue is it's not <coughs> it's not that um, Max has a thing for her. It's that a puppet, a wood puppet, has a thing for her. And that wood puppet is controlled by a 27-year-old putz. And I guess the feelings that Woodman has for Regina transferred to the doll, and now the doll has a thing, and she kind of goes for it, which is kind of weird. Whatever. Between that and Mo, Mo, fucking Mo, I, I just, fuck. Ugh. When when the case finally gets serious and you finally learn some stuff, it's kind of not bad, but case two, three is just awful. It's widely regarded as the worst. There's not a lot of fun to be had. It's just a, it's just, bleh. it's just dumb. And it doesn't help that this case is surrounded by two, two and two, four, which are up there as far as the best cases in the game and the, and the series. So it's just kind of like, Fuck. You want it to get over with, and then you realize, like, the second half isn't so bad, and it's just like, well, why does the first part suck? It's got some cool ideas in play. It's not, too, like, even compared to, oh, my God, he's investigating, he's he's cross-examining a parrot, so magic exists. You know, it's like, magic still, like, they don't go full bore. Like, it's still kind of a grounded series, but it's like two, three, just kind of, the comedy is just, and I just I just don't like it. 
it, I, I hate puns. I do. That doesn't help. I mean, they play it off like Moe's a dork, you know, and his jokes are not funny, which they're not. But he takes up a lot of screen time. And Woodman, just, yeah. So once once they get to the actual case and they actually show you, like, oh, who the guy is and what his motivation is, it's not so bad. But getting there is rough. And then case 2-4, um, that is the centerpiece of this game. Uh, I, I'm a big nut for the spirit medium stuff, but this is a more straight-laced uh, kidnapping, like murder acquittal kind of cool stuff in a hotel. Uh, farewell and turnabout. This is Maya getting kidnapped by a serial killer because Maya never gets in trouble. <laughs> it's like twice in one game. God damn it. Um, so Phoenix has raced against the clock to acquit his, his client before the serial killer just bumps her off. And it's like weaving like twists and turns, like trying to tell Edgeworth and Francisca that something fucked up is going on. We find out that Francisca herself gets in trouble because of that serial killer. We uh, assassin, but essentially he's a serial killer. Let's face, let's face facts. Assassin, serial killer, bleh, whatever, same diff. Anyway, so that shit's going on. So it's erasing all of these people, Gumshoe and Miles and Franziska, all these people are trying to figure out ways to stop this mess from happening. And it's really cool that Phoenix finally kind of gets really antsy. And he has to rely on friends. He also has to tell Miles that things are going wrong. He has to rely on somebody that he's kind of, you know, love-hate relationship with and figure this shit out in time so that his client gets fucked, Maya gets saved, and all that stuff. So it, it is one of the best cases. I'm still partial to 3435, well, 313435 because of the villain in that piece, as we'll see once once those get uploaded. But, um, but... In terms of cases, 2-4 is right there with 1-4 and 3-5. They're the centerpieces of the game. They're what you're what you're playing it for. The filler cases are filler. They're just there to pad the runtime and be jokey. Because, you know, it's a comedy series. It's not meant to be serious most of the time. But it does beg the question, why are they there? You know, why are these filler cases there when a lot of the other stuff is so goddamn good? Um, you know, because you take some of the shitty cases out and you condense it. It is also a factor that I've been playing these games back to back, so this 15 to 20 hour experience could be condensed into, you know, 10 or 12 if you cut those cases out there. But again, you're missing... You're missing the, okay, this is a lighter case. This is just them having a little bit more fun. But it's also kind of like, oh my god, we're doing this again? Blech. So, Phoenix Wright does have that little issue there. Um, but, um, as far as the systems at play, the same rules apply. It's vision with a novel. You've got your, um, you've got your court record. Uh, evidence testimonies, cross-examinations, all that stuff is the same. What do they add in this game? They added an extra little spirit medium trick known as a Magatama and a Cyclog. Um, when a character doesn't want to uh, talk about a certain subject, the screen will bleep and you'll see these locks. 
it'll be up to one to five locks in the screen. And Phoenix has to find evidence or a character, uh, uh, a character he doesn't know and give them as evidence to the character once they prompt a, si a situation. So much like cross-examining, you, you have to kind of pinpoint what they're trying to get you to present so that you don't get hurt too much because you will lose your bar and then you will fail and you have to go back to your save. It's, it's a neat little way of giving Phoenix an extra little tool in his arsenal and giving you something more to do in investigations rather than just, okay, find the stuff and then go. Find the stuff and talk to the guy. The Cyclops give you something else to press somebody on and get you a little bit more into it. So it's still more of a how do they do it rather than a who done it. Because you'll kind of know who does it after a little while. Some of the cases give it away right away. Others don't. But you can kind of tell you're just trying to piece together how do you get from point A to point B? And it's a very weird zigzag, and those Cyclops really add a lot to it. Um, as I said before, negatives of this game, I think case two, three is just there. Um, Francisca, I like, but again, she suffers from... Um, she suffers from prosecutor syndrome where you have to beat them and their aura dies because the more they talk, the more like one note they are. And it really kind of sucks. Um, the comedic cases versus the serious ones. I like the serious ones. I like the ones that make Phoenix really frantic and worry a lot rather than, oh God, this is kind of dumb. And yeah, it's all about murder cases and you don't want your client to lose and lose their life potentially. But stuff like 2-4 where it's, you know, 2-2 two, two and 2-4 two, where it's actually about people that Phoenix knows and stuff like that. This is where this game starts finally getting somewhere into it. Like, Miles was a friend of Phoenix, but he wasn't, like, so super tied to everything. Maya, though, of course he's tied to her. It's It's a lot more intricate and a lot more, like, personal, which three you know game three trials and tribulations does even more of um as far as positives they they focus on the spirit medium stuff more they tie back into case one five or one four but do it even more you learn about the fey family you learn about maya's mastery of the korean channeling technique you learn how it works you learn how this stuff unravels and unfolds and there's a weird little class system in the village and all this stuff uh, pearl being introduced is great because pearl acts as a, as a balancing act to the adult characters because she's kind of dopey and naive but you're also like you know it's like marlene in final fantasy 7 or nanako in persona 4 you're just like you don't want to you know they're, they're just innocent you know they're not bratty kids they're just innocent kids that don't know but they're nice, you know, and I prefer those types of characters. I'm not like into people like Aiko or Realm, you know, the the bratty kid type. I, I'm more like I'm more responsive to, you know, the nice, innocent. They're just well to do, well meaning kids, you know, so you want to root for them and protect them while the shit's going on. You know, so Pearl adds a dynamic in the other two games that the first game didn't have. But at the end of the day, this is the second one. And uh, overall, it's weaker than the first. 
because it goes on a little longer and a couple of the cases just don't matter. Um, the third game is a lot stronger. It still has its filler cases, yes, but of course it just has the end case to end all cases. 2-4 really sells this game, but it's still regarded as the weakest of the three. Mostly to do with Francisca, even though I I like her, but you, you know I, I understand that she's the weakest of the prosecutors, so take it for what it's worth. It's still Phoenix Wright. It's still really freaking good, and there's nothing nothing to complain about here. You need to go through this to enjoy this, you know, the third game and understand it. But you do get some new stuff added into it, which is always beneficial. Anyway, that'll do it for me today. And let's see what our schedule is. Let me load it up here. So this is the game. Next week, we will talk about the Ace Attorney anime. And like I said, this will kind of like feed into more Ace Attorney stuff. I'll try to throw in a lot more as far as the anime is concerned and how it's produced and all that stuff without giving away everything in the games because I'm trying to avoid too many spoilers. But think of this as a continuation of that. When we're done with that, we'll do the uh, Final Fantasy VIII rundown with Lee. I've already recorded that. That's about two hours. So that'll be starting in January. We've got Full Metal Panic and then East... Nine Monstrum Knox. So we're full up until mid-January. I've got some other reviews on a community poll for both anime and video games. We've got some votes already, but we'll see what happens over the next week or two, and then I'll add to that. But that'll do it for me, and thank you guys so much for watching Citizen Strive, signing off.